doing, Stevie? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm Aaron, your host from Call for Fire. This is Stevie V of the Stevie V channel on Twitch. Uh, we are here again for yet another edition of This Week in Gaming, the I'm weekly rundown one. of all of the gaming news that we want to talk about. Um, as always, uh, Stevie is here graciously helping me host this show, uh, coming up with all the fun content that you guys are looking for. Um, hey, Big Voight, how you doing? Good to see you in the chat. Um, Stevie, what have you been playing, man? I, uh, it's been t two weeks? Two weeks Couple since we've weeks. done, done Hol Holiday break. Holiday we, did, break. we did a little breaky break. Uh, the the break, trivia yeah. show was uh, a great success. We had a lot of fun with that. That was a great can't wait for the next one. That was a good one. And um, yeah, so uh, what what are you what have you been up to? Um, uh, some gaming, just some gaming, you know, just, just some. Um, no, I've been I've been playing. Uh, I mean, this new the new White for Tarkov has happened, so I've been doing a lot of that, which has been fun. Uh, I actually just started breaking into um, Ready or Not, uh, the uh, the essential SWAT uh, sequel um from SWAT 4 that had come out forever ago uh that has been taking up a lot more of my time than I expected that it would but in a great way kind of because it's I don't know if you I don't know you've seen a little bit of it you did uh mention it to me a couple of weeks ago uh when I'd already had my interest peaked about it but it's um I don't know I feel like we don't have enough time in the show to talk about it because I know I'll talk about it for like three hours well, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, we're def awesome, we're man. definitely going to get into talking about uh, some first impressions of Ready or Not. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm very interested in hearing what you have to say about it. I've been watching from afar. Um, I haven't jumped in yet, um, but definitely piqued a little bit of my interest to see what they mm -hmm. are planning to do with this game. Um, it looks it looks great, um, but we will we will definitely get into that a little bit more uh, moving forward. Uh, from my end. Um, realistically the amount of time that i have to play video games is less and less and less these days but i'm still finding some time to jump in on that battlefield and give it some tries um and then also trying to get into the tarkov stuff man i i was not expecting myself to get as involved with tarkov on this wipe as i have and that i have been in as long as i have has been kind of a surprise uh they've done some fun changes here and there with the uh with this wipe and other than the servers being an absolute potato i i i i am i'm having fun with it so um if they can just yeah, uh awesome. just just tweak those servers so that they aren't made out of vodka and a wish um <laughs> maybe maybe i'll have some more fun i i, I honestly went into tonight um basing my expectations if I'm going to continue playing or not throughout this wipe <laughs> on how those servers were going to perform for me. And then right before I was set to quit playing for the night and then jump over to start play prepping for the show, uh, they just went completely under uh, worldwide. So that was fun. Um, so we'll see. Maybe they're back. I, I, I think they're back. I'm actually, I have Pestley in the background um, doing the drops all all day and night for me so uh it looked like they were back by the time we got the show going so I, at least it wasn't out for the four or five hours they were yesterday yeah they were uh they were down for a bit 
yesterday. They uh they weren't uh playing nice uh, uh with everybody. Uh it's funny because I was trying to play some yesterday, but that's how I ended up playing uh ready or not for the whole entirety of my stream last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I just it, I'm glad that there's other games coming out. And yeah, my camera definitely is just kind of doing its its thing. It's trying to figure out this new setting that I have it on. But uh I will we'll mess with it a little bit moving forward. Um <laughs> Yeah, so uh Ready or Not is the is the sort of the bell of the ball right now. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody's kind of talking about it. And yeah, they I I I I think I think it's I think it's it looks good. It looks intense. It looks fun. And it It's all those things. All of them. And I've only been watch I've watched uh one night of you and I watched uh one long video of I want to say it was one peg or I can't, I can't remember who it was. It was somebody else. It was one of the bigger YouTube people. Um mm. no, Level Cap. I think it was Level Cap. He oh, was yeah. he was running a run, um, and just to see all of the just like every door, every door is a potential pain in the ass, complex problem that you now have to solve, or they're gonna shoot you through the goddamn door, and that was something that I was not expecting to see oh, yeah. from uh, a game like that. Uh, Stevie, tell us a little bit more about Ready or Not. So. Ready or not, uh, takes place in some dystopian side of things as far as like the world goes, where uh, crime is like Judge Dread levels of just bad. It's just running rampant everywhere, and it primarily takes place in like the city of Los Angeles. I believe they call it Los Sueños in in the game, and you are playing as members of a SWAT team and. There are different maps you go to, and there are different scenarios for each one. So each map, it kind of plays like Zero Hour, if those of you that have played Zero Hour are familiar with it, where you have to unlock certain... You have to get graded a certain way um, to do like another like another set of objectives on the same map. So right out of the gate, your immediate uh, objectives for each map is called Barricaded Suspect, and it is exactly as it sounds. There's a bad guy locked in a... Or bad guys, excuse me, locked in a house somewhere. You have to go in there, you know, breach in there with shields, gas, flashbangs, whichever. Clear it out, arrest suspects, kill the ones that are trying to kill you, secure civilians. You know, some, you know, some of them you have to like secure drugs or other paraphernalia, things like that, and try not to die. There's all there's all kinds of other stipulations as well. You have to make sure that you don't shoot somebody that's surrendering. You got to make sure you arrest a certain number of suspects. Like there's a there's a lot that goes into it, but it's not overwhelming, which is cool. Like there's already a lot going on in the game, which is awesome. But they don't add a bunch of like nonsensical bullshit on top of it, which is cool. So even though it's not your standard first person shooter where you just like run in and spray everything that's just looking at you funny, the the objectives that they have alongside of it actually do make it very enjoyable, and they don't kind of they don't wash it down, which is really nice. Because uh, there are some games, you know, like, you know, Zero Hour is one of those games. Like, I love Zero Hour. I don't have a whole lot of bad to say about it. But if it was a little more simplistic in the way that its approach was as far as, you know, if you turn a corner and there's a dude looking at you with a gun and you shoot him, you're immediately in trouble. Like, that's like that kind of sucks, you know. Um, uh, it's just there, there's 
like I said, there's 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 a lot in there, but it's not a bad a lot. Like it's a very I'm trying to find the best way to put it. It's like it's just like enough to you, keep if you, you if on you, your toes. Yeah, like if you if you if you have extra fries with your meal, that's not a bad thing. Nobody complains about extra French fries. Those are always good. You know, there's you get your whole meal, but then you got some extra French fries, so everybody's happy because you know that that's the best way I can. I use the food thing. Can you tell I'm hungry? That yeah. <laughs> I use the food analogy. So I'm hungry, but it's it's nice. It's the way that it's it paces well, and actually, let me rephrase that. You can kind of play at your own pace. You can play super slow, super tactical, methodical. Uh, if you want to, or you can just smash every door and flashbang the shit out of every door that you want to. I mean, it's it's one of those games where you kind of have the creative freedom to play it how you see fit, which is really nice. Um, and it's cool that more games are starting to to do that. And I, I really appreciate that they're they're giving you the option to do that, which is cool. Um, the guns are cool. You know, it kind of feels like. You know what? We're one of the games we're talking about tonight. It kind of feels like uh, a lot of people are looking at how Escape Tarkov does, like their guns and their modding and their handling and how it goes. And it seems like they're kind of using that as the aiming point because uh, the guns feel great. They feel pretty close to what Tarkov is, which is nice. Um, which is kind of one of the big games out there right now that everybody is uh, enjoying and kind of uh, jumping into, which is cool. Um, the AI, a lot of people are complaining about the AI, but I think that people that are used to the sandbox shooters, you know, your Call of Duty players, your your Apex players, people that are used to 100 miles an hour trick shots, stuff like that, I don't think they're used to AI that's actually fairly legitimate to how they're going to, like, if you break into, if you have a hostage situation and you bash a door in and there's some bad guy cranked out on drugs standing there with a gun, He's not going to do four lines of dialogue and then slowly aim at you. He's just going to shoot you immediately. Like, that's just what's going to happen because that's that, that's that's what goes on. And that's how the AI is coded in this. And it's it, it does keep you on your toes. It's very different. Um, for the people that like the, you know, the tactical style gameplay, the, the slow methodical, um, you know, by the books, room clearing, small team tactics type gameplay this is right in that wheelhouse right there. You know, I've, I've watched a number of gamers play it and love it. I've watched a number of guys that, you know, that play games that have, you know, prior experience, whether it be military or, you know, police work or tactical work that play this. And they're like, this is incredible. Like this is, this is right. What, you know, this should be as far, like they're hitting the mark of what they're trying to do. Like they made a game. It's supposed to be, a tactical slow paced not a shooter it's a thinker first then a shooter type game and it seems like they took their time and they made it exactly what they wanted to like it's they hit the nail right on the head with what they wanted to do and a lot of game developers um you know within the last couple of years you know it's like hey this is the game we're gonna do and then that game comes out and everybody goes that wasn't that no no that's not what you described that's not the case with this. This one has definitely hit exactly where they said they were going to hit with it, you know, and everything that was in the alpha stages, everything that was in the closed beta stages, you know, everybody knew exactly what this game was going to be. And it just seems that now that it's in the closed beta phase where you got to pay to play it, it seems like everybody has been enjoying it. I don't really think I've heard too much negative 
uh, about. I think the only negative thing that I've heard about it so far is that people wish there was more maps. Right. You know, and that's that's a good that's a good problem to have is that people are like I just wish there was more. You yeah, know, and it, wanting more is a good problem. It seems it seems like that is uh, what Chad is actually talking about right now. So big voice saying that uh, forty dollars seems like it's a bit much, but thirty would be a more much more fair price for what they're actually offering right now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I totally understand that sentiment, but we're also talking about a developer that's in closed beta that this game is still in development, being created. So we're we're talking about people jumping in to support. This is basically like kickstarting the game. Um, they also did they just, by, they while, also while still being able to fucking play it, too. which is incredible. I, I I love that people are doing this um, for games now in order to like build an audience and also build a little bit of hype, but also get money to, so that they can actually make the games better. Um, that's 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 huge. Um, I I think forty bucks for a game of this caliber of this polish. Um, mm-hmm at least graphically is awesome and like gameplay wise it's incredible uh the polish on the voice lines however i'm not totally sold on i <laughs> so that's that's like the one big sticking point for me is like oh okay uh that's weird like when you're when you're capturing a a, a civilian and she's talking about your cool tattoos and you're like yeah what are you ta- what are you doing i don't all right, game. You're in beta. You're okay, but that better not be in the full released final yeah, game. They, yeah, they, you guys better have this polish. There better not be the same six fucking lines for every. Yeah, that you it's in this it's game. not. It's be switched around. It's not my favorite. That's not my favorite. Yeah, um, that could be a little different. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, and this could end up being a fifty to sixty dollar video game, and you guys that have purchased it at forty dollars will still be good to go. Uh, I I. I don't know that they would do something like that. Um, they are trying to entice purchases right now, but uh, it it doesn't make sense to then jump the price. It's like Tarkov saying that you were going to co- charge you sixty bucks, and then everybody has to buy the Edge of Darkness version. You know, right. like that's that's not really. I don't I don't foresee that happening to anybody. Um, yeah. And this is uh, so who's the publisher on this one? Are they Void Interactive? And they're oh, no, bigger, no. smaller. Void. They're uh void's done some stuff before um well let me let me verify i've seen I've, void is definitely game uh the oh no it is it's a team a team 17 so the publishers are void interactive and team 17 that's hmm. what it is um team 17 uh it looks like they've the the big ones they've done are hell let loose overcooked okay overcooked so they have two some... moving out but um, Void Interactive, they uh, let's see here. Void Interactive comes up. Looks like Void the they've done Chrono Boost, Perilous Dungeon, Ready or Not. So it looks like they've done some smaller games. Um, but yeah, this is their their big one. So this this, is... you know that that does kind of that does kind of change it for me. Then hearing that that they don't have a bunch of other games under their belt there they have you know this is it like this is what they're doing this is their their big you know this is their, their breakout high here as you will yeah yeah this is their breakout piece and we're so probably gonna say, you know see something say, really good from them moving forward I would because say for, of that. you know what 40 bucks for that i would say is probably right where it could be because you know what i'll say this 40 bucks for something that has 
the detail that it has that has the attention to detail too as far as like the sounds in this game are i would have to say this these are probably top maybe some of the best sounds in game that i've heard in a video game like when you're like when you throw a grenade inside and you, you hear you could hear like it go off but then you could hear like the displacement of just like sound and air like throughout like they definitely did the research on okay let's just not have it go like what does it actually sound like what does it actually do the sounds of the weapons firing like because there's you could do tell a major difference when you're firing your gun outside when you're firing your gun in a tunnel like a cave tunnel that you see and then when you're firing it inside of a house with like wood and drywall so they definitely put a lot of detail into this that they didn't have to for a game that's in closed beta right now like they didn't have to didn't have to make it sound as well as they've been making it sound and they didn't have to put any of that in there and the fact that this is their you know as aaron said their breakout like this is pretty good like this is really really good pretty good as in getting everyone's attention throughout the twitch sphere um which youtube tiktok everybody's Instagram, everybody's everywhere. scrambling to get this game and like come up with new stuff to do with it and mm -hmm. have fun um yep. yeah and, and this is uh you know this is a tactical shooter in what we've come to expect from tactical shooters uh from since basically the dawn of the pc in massive you know big games like this um you know we're talking back back to original rainbow six and ghost recon this is in that vein and that is important because those are good games. Those those original old school games were incredible games, and it's nice to see developers going back to that hardcore. Uh, you know, if you fail, you are done. Kind of gaming where it's like you you can you can scramble on and hope that you get through it, but if you if your guys die, they are done. You're not you're not going to get a, a lot of buys on this. Um, I. I'm I'm excited for these types of games to make a better a bigger comeback, um, especially in this like big oh somebody just ate got eaten up in the that clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like this, these are these are important games because I think it brings gaming uh, on the PC back to its roots in a lot of ways, while still also giving like the most immersive experience that it possibly can because all of the it's not jump scares it's just incredible um gameplay like that that you're just getting like this emergent gameplay from these games that is is like with the core of what pc gaming can be and i think that these are these are really important and i think it's really fun to see a game get so much quick attention for being in a closed beta like this, and I'm excited to see where this one goes. It sounds like everybody that's played it has liked it, and everybody that played it is really excited to get back into uh, more of it. So uh, I, I will probably be picking this one up in the near future and giving it a go. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's Stevie. I don't know if you have anything else for this one because, uh, like, like the chat's saying, it's it seems like this is just the one to pick up right now if you're into tactical yeah. shooters. Um, if you're and into shooters in general, this is going to give you the challenge that you're looking for right now. Oh well, hundred percent. And it does have a single player. You know, you can't play it by yourself with AI guys, as well. You know, um, yeah. which is cool. So it's not one of those where you're locked in either playing it, you know, either by yourself or with a group. You can play, or when I say by yourself, like solo, solo. You can't have AI guys with you as well. Um, and that's 
it's cool. It's it's definitely it's definitely one of those things where you know we could talk about it. We could talk about it all day. Um, I would definitely just say that you know you just I'll just kind of go off what you said. You know, if Monster you have energy drink, had oh. in the middle of our. <laughs> <laughs> If you, you know, if you like first person shooters, if you enjoy having a first person shooter, it's going to challenge you uh, a little bit. And yeah, I would say 100 uh, percent go grab this, you know, um, 40 dollars, you know, might be steep for some people, but, you know, it's going to support, you know, a small developer. I say small, you know, they have gotten money and stuff, but, you know, everything that you give to them goes into making this better and it goes into supporting them and helping them continue to do something that's awesome you know and this is i just you know just in one word it's just been awesome you know it's the tactics are cool the guns are cool the aesthetics are cool the lighting is amazing there you know i i keep coming back to the sound for a reason like there is there was a moment kurt and i were playing the other night and i was standing in a hallway and i zapped somebody and i fired off a quick little double tap and then when the person dropped and it got quiet i could hear my brass bouncing around the hallway and rolling and then i shot <laughs> again great. i shot around and he's like well what is it what is it and i'm just shooting to listen he's like what are you doing i'm like dude are you hearing that he's like what i was like my brass is rolling around right now he's like what and i did it again he's like oh shit he's like i thought you were shooting somebody all right and then he's like immediately he was like back on mission but that was like such a cool detail you know it's like little little details like that you know again it's like things they didn't have to to do which is cool um there's a couple of things they have to work out you know um the uh you know we just saw right there in that clip the mechanics of the door you know f is your interaction key actually i take that back that's my own fault right there because f is your interaction key that's how you interact with doors and do things but the game does have like full freedom and ability for you to map keys however you want it gives you the ability to you know, key out any sort of combination of buttons or certain things and certain keys or whichever. Um, I thought I completely forgot about that, that you can do that. Like I was going to complain and say they should change the way that the door interactions are, which they should do that as well to an extent. You know, there's, so there's ability. You can open the door completely. You can peek the door. You'd have to look at the door handle to peek it. And then you look at the middle of the door to just completely swing it open. But as we mentioned earlier, if you stand directly in front of these doors in the game, they're going to shoot you through the door. They're just going to blast you <laughs> through the door. So it's not smart to, I mean, even when you're, you know, breaching doors and you're taught to breach, you know, don't stand directly in front of it longer than you have to, you know, be a little off to the side. It's better to be off to the side than just, okay, here I am. Yeah. So, you know, when you're off to the side of the door, you want to peek it and do something. If your cursor is a little too far to the right or a little too far to the left, you might just swing that whole door open and take away the element of surprise to just peek it a little bit. So that part they should probably tweak around a little bit, but you know, technically or not technically, but um, what's the looking for? Well, no, I guess it is technically the the technical side of the game. It's like it's it's great, you know, full creative ability to play how you want, map out the keys how you want. Um, it's an experience, which is cool, and uh, I say experience because. I've spent the last two nights playing it for at least, uh, I think I played it for six hours straight the other night. And last night I played it with, uh, with Jimmy and one of his boys for like five hours straight. And it was, it was awesome. It kind of had that same drive that like Tarkov has where it's like, just one more, 
let's yeah. just do one more. Let's just get another one. Like it, it had that, which is cool. So that was, you know, outside of the raid type games that make you want to do that. That was cool for you know to have another game do that. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and you don't get that much from uh, a lot of single player games. I don't no. think. No, no, no. Uh, I I haven't had that in a hot minute with the any. I I don't think any single player first person shooter. Um, at least since Ghost Recon, the original. Uh, I think that was honestly like the last time I've had that that moment where I'm like, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna fix. I'm gonna finish this mission, or I'm gonna get the next one. Um, yeah. So that one, I I think uh, you, you heard it here. I think I think this is one to watch, and I think it's one that uh, people should at least consider picking up and uh, probably squatting up with people uh, and giving it a go because it it looks incredible. So, um, so to to put a finer point on what these types of games are versus what um sort of the 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 talk of the show is going to end up being here um so these are tactical shooters i think mm-hmm. is probably the best way to you're you're not you're not stuck in you're not trying to you're you're, you're going in and doing like a single player level completion thing right like it might be a little bit sandboxy. It might be a little bit um, in the the same vein as like games like Tarkov, um, where you're kind of picking all of your gear and stuff like that. But it's not quite the same experience as some of those other games that we're we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, and I think that's a that's an important distinction when we start to get into the discussion of uh, the the topic of the night. And um, the topic of the night is raids are the new battle royale uh i i did a write-up for call for fire um for the instagram and i did uh, a little bit extended version of that um for the website and it's essentially talks about um how we have seen raid gaming come up so very quickly against some of the biggest games out there when we talk about battle royales. We're talking about uh, PUBG, we're talking about Warzone, we're talking about Apex Legends, we're talking about games that, you know, Fortnite, we're talking about massive, massive, massive games that are now sort of getting a little bit of competition from just brand new game mode that they aren't even touching yet. Um, and I, I, for one, wanted to kind of approach that subject and bring up the fact that like, Hey, we're seeing, we're seeing the beginnings of something here that we haven't really seen since PUBG. We're seeing the brand new big thing, the new big thing that is going to be taking every game. Everyone is going to be making a piece of this yeah. moving forward. We're going to see a lot of iteration. We're going to see a lot of people uh, coming up with game modes that are similar, but kind of don't want to jump too deep into that into that world. Um, and if you're interested in reading that blog piece, uh, I have posted the link there. Uh, also, I want to go ahead and say thank you to Dennis Hennessy for the follow. Uh, much appreciated, bud. Um, essentially, what uh, my my takeaway from all of it has been is that this is where gaming is going. This is it. Yeah. And that's uh that's a fair 
that's a fair assessment but um so i think one thing that we need to well i say we but i think in general um i think people people take both of those and i say both of those because there is a difference and i'll explain that difference um if i may have the floor senator the floor is yours if i may have the floor um the the there is a big difference between raid style games and battle royale games but i think a lot of people are taking the raid style title and they are throwing it onto battle royale battle royale type games and they're just trying to give it that that spice now the actual definition i don't know it off the top of my head i'm not that intelligent hmm. or sophisticated i have pulled up here on google the definition of raid the now it is a noun a sudden attack <laughs> on enemy by troops aircraft or other armed forces in warfare uh when i hear that and i hear the term raid that is essentially what i think is that it is surprise, ambush, attack, go, go, go. But the other side of that is that could also happen to you as well. Right. All the while that's going on, when you play these raid-type games, you could play a raid-type game and not run into a single fucking soul. You could not fire a single round. If you either want to or you just you don't, um, you know, in my experiences with Tarkov, I've had raids go where I have not fired a single round. I've had a couple, you know, I was going to say the cycle, but I've killed like wildlife, but I've not shot anybody in the cycle frontier. Um, it's something where you can either you can play it how you want. You can avoid the fight. You can push for the fight. That whole plan could go to the wayside and somebody could come across you on accident and you die and lose all your stuff. That is a raid game. Now, with Battle Royales, you're going to have to fight at some point. Battle Royales force you, physically force you, into a cage match, whether it be a large circle or the final smaller circles. They force you to fight. You're going to have to fight at some point in Battle Royales. It's in the title. It's Battle Royale. You're going to have to fight. And there's a lot of Battle Royales that are coming out. And there's a lot of raid-type games that are coming out that have, like, Battle Royale spice over the top of it. Um, but I definitely think that people need to know the difference. It's kind of one of those more-you-know more situations. Because I've had a lot of people ask me, you know especially about like escape and tarkov you know they hear escape and tarkov and immediately the first thing they ask they're like is that anything like PUBG?" and you know you just have to tell them no because it's not yeah it's not uh, at all it, it's not at all it's not anything like that you know and then they, it's like it's it's in a it's in a source all its own you know it's in a league of its own you know there's there's not really anything like it out on the market and the only thing that i could compare to that's not even technically out on the market yet is the cycle frontier um it's just kind of you know everybody said it the big streamers said it the big youtubers said it uh you know the cycle was tarkov in space is essentially exactly what it was and it was rad it was done 
very very well but you know you look at you look at battlefield 2042 and you look at how they've done hazard zone and a lot of people will try to compare that to tarkov and i say it's a little bit more like hunt showdown which is a raid style game yes but it has it has its own stipulations and its own rules surrounding it in escape from tarkov you have the total freedom and ability to change everything that you do swap out your guns your kit and do all of that and like do all these different things with with hazard zone with um with hunt showdown you are kind of limited you can't really change armor you can't change clothing you can't uh you know you can't come back with things like you can in escape from tarkov and escape from tarkov you have an, in- an active inventory system you can come back with a backpack full of stuff with cycle frontier you come back with a backpack full of stuff in in hazard zone and in hunt showdown when you come back from a game all you come back with is the xp that you got and a weapon you had to swap one of your own out to get there is no loot to be had the loot to be had in those is the xp and whatever guns you can put in the weapon slot is what that is so there's raid games there's raid style games and there is uh battle royales and i think that's the big distinction between those right there is that you know there are differences and i think when people start hearing you know you know because like i said a lot of people mention something like escape tarkov and somebody says is it kind of like battle royale and immediately people are like oh i don't want anything i don't want to play a fucking battle royale i don't want to play like it's not that there's huge distinctions between it but I think people that aren't familiar with it, they immediately just kind of clump it together and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's You play against other people. There's not a story. It's not like it's not like Call of Duty or Battlefield. It's, a, it's all like PUBG, and it's, it's not that. And that's great. It's great that there are distinctions like that because I know people that love Hunt Showdown but can't stand Escape from Tarkov, and then it's vice versa. But I know people like myself that love both of them because it's just that that essence of it's it's the thrill the thrill of the kill the you know the risk it for the biscuit type you know losing all of your shit like i i yes i am partially psychotic because i love playing escape from tarkov until my eyes bleed because i love that potential of possibly losing everything that i have worked my ass off to get that i'm going into that raid for i think that is great i think that risk reward set up for something like Escape from Tarkov is absolutely fantastic. And the fact that a game like Cycle Frontier was able to come around and replicate that in their own way with something fresh and still as exciting and fun is great. And it's absolutely, absolutely awesome. Um, But I definitely think that people need to be aware that there are big differences between raid-style games, Battle Royale, and raid games like there's a huge distinction between those and i think the more that people i feel like i'm doing like a psa for like staying <laughs> healthy or so, so I, the more people know about battle royales it's going to be better like it's <laughs> it, it it feels like that but it is you know it's great it's it's cool i mean you know I, i'll use you know aaron's here i'll use him as the example i told him about you know we talk about it all the time whenever it comes up i told him about escape tarkov and well like a couple days later, you're like, what the fuck did you just get me into? Like, why am I playing this? You're like, dude, I, you were, I felt bad. I was like, damn, dude, like I, 
he spent all this money on this fucking thing and he's like not enjoying it. But then like a week later, you're like, I remember you texted me. You went, nope, I figured it out. We're good. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. That was the exact message. It was like, I figured it out. This is fucking awesome. I was like, awesome. Cool. There it is. There we go. And now, you know, that's one of the, you know, one of the, uh, the core, um, you know, pillars of the gaming community that we have, you know, that we play on and, you know, front, you know, cycle hit that same deal, which has been awesome. It's dope. Uh, but there's been a couple, you know, you know, hazard zone. It was fun for a bit. Got stale kind of quick in my opinion. Um, I think I think it's just one of those things where I'd rather just play either Hunt Showdown or Escape Tarkov, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I think I think that's what it is, is that we're seeing a lot of people want to do something in that vein. It's like, you know, doing the hybrids um, that, uh, that you're talking about, you know, the, the raid style game where it's like mm-hmm. it's it's a hybrid. It's like it falls between the two things and that's that's what uh-huh. I, I sort of talked about in the in the article it's like yes and then you have companies that are trying to do things um that are in between the two right they're not really they're not exactly the same thing as escape from tarkov they they don't have those like crazy inventory systems they don't have the jesus that's bright um don't mind me <laughs> that was really bright oh my um, god it's so bright they don't have the the um, the persistent inventory. They don't have the the same level of extracting that happens on some of those games. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to note that like games like Escape from Tarkov are influencing like the big two. Like yeah. it's it's influencing Battlefield. That yeah, that's let, let, that's let, let that something, something right. Like that is an that is an important distinction that. Hey, you know that game that like is made by a bunch of crazy Russians? It's it's influencing one of the pillars of PC gaming. Battlefield. One of the biggest games of of the last fifteen years. Yeah, it's it's totally mm-hmm. just out there and changing the rules on what games can be and what yeah. people are willing to go and play. And I think that's important. I have a lot of fun playing ba- the Hazard Zone stuff, but only when I have a full team, right? Like, I'm only interested in doing it as a full team, and then we get crazy and we do whatever nonsense. And it's the emergent gameplay that's important to me. Um, And I think that's what Battlefield does well, is the emergent gameplay. It's not that it's set up well to do uh, the the raid style extremely well. Like, I think they've kind of shot themselves in the foot by not having, like, in-game pickups for weapons, I think they probably could have done more equipment pickups, like stuff like that. Maybe even drop more vehicles in there. It's Battlefield. We kind of expect a certain number of things that can happen in the game. I, I honestly think that if you're gonna try to do a game, or at least a style, that has Tarkov tied to it, as far as like people comparing it to that, you've got to have some sort of an inventory system. Like you have to have some sort of inventory says something there to create a risk reward. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's definitely risk reward with hazard zone. hundred percent. There is. They, they did come up with an interesting take on the risk reward. Whereas you buy yeah. all of that equipment prior. Uh, if you don't make your money back, you're just out the money like that. They've simplified down the inventory system in a way that was at least interesting in a way. 
And I'm not totally sold on it being good, per se. Like, I don't think it's totally, like, right there and it's perfect. But, like, I think it's yeah. an interesting take on how oh, yeah. to make it so that you can actually um, have some kind of consequence to not doing well. And I, I, it's, it's a little bit too far on the arcade side. Like, I think we'll see either they will do an upgrade to what Hazard Zone is or we will see someone else do um, a more okay. in-line upgrade to what Hazard Zone is. Like, because that's what we're going to see is we're going to see iterations on this style of game moving forward. Um, right now you see our uh, Mad Max run that we did um, in Hazard Which Zone. Which was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, um, essentially, like we got a bunch of vehicles and we just ran around killing everyone that showed up. So it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, just in, insert without getting copyright struck. Just insert the Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tom Hardy just soundtrack here. Um, but I did have so I did have a thought on that I wanted. So you and I were talking before the show, and I didn't want to save it until we got in here. Um, there is one thing that I've noticed that I've I've always heard. I've heard it from people that. I know personally and people that have watched that watch my show and they watch my channel. Um, I hear it a lot from people that are on consoles mainly. Uh, oh, I hear it. I, I, let me rephrase that. I hear it from more of the casual type gamers and I hear them say things about Tarkov like, yeah, I wish, I wish it was either out on console or I wish that it was more like blank. Everybody wants something to do with Tarkov. It doesn't matter what system you're on. It doesn't matter what systems you play on. It doesn't matter what games you commit yourself to. People watch Tarkov, and it's fucking cool. Like, flat out, it is fucking cool. You can do a million different things to your guns if you want to. You can do nothing to your gun if you want to. You can put mustaches on your guy you can take cool masks on your guy helmets armors it's you know somebody joked about it saying it's like oh it's like tactical barbie but that same person that tried to poke fun and say it's like tactical barbie that is now the only thing they play on their channel mm -hmm. because they played it themselves they indulged in it they're like holy shit this is actually really awesome everybody wants a piece of it it is everybody wants a piece of it everybody wants something to do with it as consumers now in the industry they're hearing that they're hearing that the consumers want it and they're going how do we do this how how do we do what these crazy russian bastards are doing these crazy small group of ruskies out there in the middle of nowhere freezing their balls off drinking their vodka how can we do what they're doing we want to do that we want to make that money how do we make it happen Everybody's trying to do it, you know? I mean, that's the point of the whole show that we're saying. But it's just crazy to see that that's the thing now because, you know, what was the thing in gaming, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, like before Tarkov, like, really became, like, the focal point for a lot of streamers and YouTubers. It's like, what what was it, you know? It was, like, COD and trick shots and, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of, like, single-player, like, speed runs and single-player games and... You know, like that was kind of it, you know, not bashing it. I'm just saying like that was that was what people were wanting and wanted to do. And, you know, that kind of fell off real quick, you know, like not a lot of people were not a lot of people. The longevity of that didn't stay uh, as well as it did, because then 
the same people that were talking about, you know, how great, you know, how great, you know, like the competitive circuit for Call of Duty was. Now they talk about how dry it is and how stale it is. And it's like, mm. you know, the gaming industry is a hard industry to keep happy to begin with. I, I, I've always thought that. I think that's just how it's going to be. I think with the evolution of games, the evolution of technology, I think it's going to be hard to keep people happy because of the potential of what's right around the corner. But consistently, as far as people that have gotten involved with Tarkov or people that have gotten involved in watching and indulging in Tarkov, that has kind of stayed consistent where everybody's like, I want to fucking play that. I want to keep playing that. Or I, you know, oh man, I wish I could play that. Like that has been consistent with those raid games. And now the reality is, is that everybody from the publisher developer side in the industry is going, we need to do this. How can we do this? Mm-hmm. Let's let's fucking do this. Like that's that that's what's that's what we're looking at. You know, there's there's a ton of games that are coming out and around the corner that are either a battle royale type, a raid type, or a combination of both. You yeah. know, and they're trying to they're just trying to find they're trying to find that same vein that they fed into, and they're trying to tap off of it as well. And I don't think that's gonna go as well. As it has, I think it's kind of one of those things where, you know, Battlestate games are kind of the OGs of it, and they've figured out a way to kind of, you know, put their mark on it and brand it. I think Cycle Cycle Frontier came through, and uh, they found that same vein, and they're just kind of leeching off of it happily with Battlestate, but, um, you know... I don't know. I, so I, 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 I hear what you're saying, and I honestly, like, I can understand the direction of that thought process but also like because i just have seen it happen over the last uh what probably five years six years um Mm -hmm. with what PUBG has done versus how big games like apex became how big games like warzone became like PUBG was the og like it was the one that people were playing because that's what it was that's what that's what battle yeah. royale was mm-hmm. then the next iteration came out and then the next iteration came out and then the next iteration came out and those iterations have become so much bigger because they have bigger teams they have more development they have better graphics they have just more every money tons more money behind more each money. one so we're gonna see mm-hmm. so i would ju- i would genuinely be surprised if we do not see a Warzone raid-style game come in the next year or two. I would genuinely be surprised that they are not like deep in development for the next Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare. I would oh, yeah. honestly like almost put money on it that they would have some sort of a raid game in development that is re- ready to go mm-hmm. for when Modern Warfare launches again. Mm-hmm. And I think I, that I agree, we will see... I agree with that. Because in my head, like I, after I wrote the article, after I came up with what my overall impression of everything was, it was that, yes, obviously somebody is out there making those games and making that game mode for those games, right? So yeah. how how do we see that it's going to do that? I think they're 90% the way there. Honestly, the only things that they need to do are implement an inventory system or some yeah. sort of persistent personal inventory for your character Mm -hmm. and then implement extraction yeah 
implement those two things where it's like if you get into a game, you go scrounge what you can and you get to your extract. Whatever you have on your body, that's what you get out with, right? And then that tr carries over and carries over and carries over. So whatever you're playing with, that's how you're playing, right? It it feeds off of what Warzone already does well with the the scavenging, finding stuff, moving on to the next building, you know, the loot and scoot way to play. Um, yeah. And then adds an experience that, okay, you can just get out. You can, you don't have to fight to win. You just get out. And They're I think really... if you add those two things, you've made a raid game yeah. that is arcadey, but also available for console players. And we're, we cannot discount how big the console market will latch no. on to this the second it is available to them. It's going to it. It would be something because there is not would... a console game that is available right now that's doing this. It's going to be ballsy to say, but I think it would be something if it if something like that popped over to the consoles, that would be something that would break the internet. That's that's because... literally what we're waiting on is how do they figure out how to distill raid inventory character development or character progression, I should say, and also make it available for so that it's competitive across crossplay so you have xbox playstation and pc all playing each other how do you how do you get there so that it's competitive but then also simple enough that the console player can just do it from their controller yep it's it, that's that's kind of the uh that's kind of like the missing element on the table you know like before you complete the whole thing that is the that is the one thing that is that is yet to complete the puzzle because i'm like i said i'm telling you i've had i've had new people you know like people that have i don't you know actually it's been a little bit but i'd say earlier this year when i was streaming i had people come through that were new to my channel and one of the first questions they asked after watching me play tarkov they're like is this going to come to xbox is this going to come to playstation you know like mm -hmm. is this is this something that's going to be coming to consoles i don't know if battle state will ever because that's a lot to do and I think they just want to wrap because it's, you know, Tarkov is still in beta and I think they want to just hurry up and get it out of beta and move on to the other stuff. But somebody somewhere is so close to, as Aaron said, to just to figuring out how to put something like that onto the consoles. And the day that something like that makes its way to console, you're going to see a broken Internet. Because they're going, I think, I think the console community would absolutely embrace and just go ape over it. Yeah. And because it, it, it just, it just would. It's something, I mean, that's why, you know, that's why Battle Royales do so well on the console. That's why, you know, the, I think, you know, the cycle is doing so well because that will be something that will eventually go to console as well. Like, that's a big thing that they want to push to there. It's, it's a deal, you know. That's a if big if they get the cycle on console, it will be the cycle. Oh yeah. If they can figure out uh, the controls for the cycle to be console based, it will one hundred percent be the game that makes its way over oh, there yeah. and crushes everything else. It it will. I I don't I I agree with that one hundred percent. I think the first the you know if it is a cycle, if there is some game that could take everything that the cycle in Tarkov does and put it on the console, 
that'll be what everybody plays. Yeah. That is going to be. And I, I think that... the cycle is actually pretty close to that. Um, I, they I, are. I think, I think they've distilled a lot of the the craziness of the Tarkov system. Uh, all mm-hmm. you know the, the just insane amounts of stuff, the insane amounts of augmentation that you can do the things. They've distilled it down to the standard. Um, MMO style of uh, weapons yep. and armor where it's just, you know, it's the blue, uh, green, white, green, blue, and mm-hmm. uh, orange, I think they, or purple, I think they did. Um, I, I think with that simplification, I think you might actually be in the wheelhouse to make those changes on the console if they can map it out and make it quick and on the fly so that it's not taking people half an hour just to add a sight to their weapon while they're in the raid. So we'll see what they do with that. If they can do that and this runs smoothly on console, I think this is what I, I think the, the cycle is 100% the game that will crush everything else. It's, it's already great in its beta phase. And I will be very interested to see uh, if they can make that happen for, people on the play, or PlayStation 5 and the Xbox. Uh, mm-hmm. 100%. And I mean, they, they have the computing. They have the... Physically, they have the ability to do it. Like, the computing power is there. The processing power, it's there. It's just a, you know, it's like a UI, you know, technical side it's thing. It's totally a UI problem. It's totally yeah, that's, making that's, the UI it's, it's, fun it's, and fast and easy to manage. It's kind and of one of those things where it's, it's like pretty round, close. you know, square hole, round peg type deal. You just got to make that square a little bit rounder to fit the the peg through. You yeah. know, like this is that's 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 what they have to do. That's exactly what that's the best way I could break it down. Yeah, and it's 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 almost simple enough just as it is. So yeah, that that totally is. If they if they make the cycle for console, this is the game. This is the game in the next two years. If that's what happens, that's the one. Um, I I would totally be interested in even playing it with a fucking controller. It would be fun. <laughs> like right? I'm not gonna lie. It's like just yeah. All right. I'm just gonna. All right. It's fine. All right. Oh god. I, eating pizza like honest. this. Just hanging out. <laughs> just chilling. Yeah. Right. I'm, it's cool. This stupid idiot. You're dead, idiot. Could you could you imagine? Could you imagine playing Tarkov like that? No. Yeah. I can't. And that's the thing. And that's why Tarkov is going to be the niche game that it stays. That's it. Don't get me wrong. What if you know? If I, I ever, love I mean, the game, I this, love this, Tarkov. I this hate wipe, that it's this not going to be bigger I have, than this. This wipe, I've only done two raids. No, three raids in total offline where I haven't been streaming. I've been I've been playing Tarkov primarily for the audience on stream when I play it. But there's definitely been a couple of times like off camera. I've definitely I've just been like just chilling, you know. But for the most part. I think the game itself keeps you on your toes and it keeps you involved and it keeps you just like pulled in. Mm-hmm. But I totally get what you're saying. Like the ability of just like controller and just. Yeah. Just, just chill. And, just sit back, chill like, and play. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think and yeah. Like, and, and, I, I'd be one of those weirdos to play it. I, I'll play it on a controller and do the controller stuff. But then, like, oh, I got to search a bag, and then just kind of like sit forward and just click, click, drag, drag, drag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back to, back, back to that shit right there. But I like you I, see I do that. the the chat scene, the inventory system that pops up as you as you go through the boxes and stuff. Like that's not hard for them to mm-hmm. say. Like, all right, whenever you open a box, it goes straight to the box, and that's how you jump over, right? Like it's just it would just be simple for them. Yeah. Honestly, I think I think this might be the one if they can figure it out. 
Genuinely, I think it, I think it would be. I mean, we're we're still gonna want we're still gonna see people that want to play games like Call of Duty and whatever they come up with for a raid game is gonna do well. Like it's just gonna yeah. do well. They're gonna have the time to develop it. They're gonna have the time to put the polish on it that they yeah. want it to play as. It will be somewhere in between. It won't be what we're seeing with the cycle. It won't be what we see with EFT. But it will be somewhere in between. I think that's enough for most people. I think I think those in between games are enough. But the fact that we're seeing those even exist in the first place and pop up for people. Uh, what? And, and based off of games that are small and tiny, and they're impacting the big guys. So there's there's no way there's no way that either Activision or um, who's the other one? Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer. Yep. Yeah. There's or there's Raven, no whatever Raven whoever. Yeah. There's no way that neither of them aren't. Needy. In development, Needy, there, 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 there's no way. What are the, okay? Let let cards on the table. How long do you think before we see something not like that out of them? How how long would you give them? Do you think? I genuinely think that we won't see uh, a raid game from Activision until Infinity Ward drops the next Modern Warfare. I genuinely think they will tie it to their flagship and see oh. how hard it hits. Because if it doesn't do well with Modern Warfare, it's not going to do well. So, what? So here, here's here's my my. And right now, that's the next game, right? Like that's like next year. I think within two years we will see some sort of raid style game come out of them. To whether whether it be something attached to, as you said, something attached to Modern Warfare or something that runs off of it whether it be you know whether it be another call of duty game but not tied to modern warfare but maybe just it just has call of duty tied to it right i could see but i would say as of right now here we go uh december 30th 2021 december 30th 2023 before then we will see some sort of raid style game coming out from uh, whether it be Activision or Sledgehammer, I think within two years we'll see something mm-hmm. similar pop up from them. And I, I would love to see something from the respawn team too. Like I, I genuinely, I, I, I want to go into Apex and like Apex, right? Yeah. I loved Titanfall. I would love to see something come from that studio that is interesting for me to play again. Um, because Apex as it is, isn't really my thing. I haven't had a whole lot of fun playing it. I, 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 I I like the universe a little bit. I'm not super invested in it because I wasn't super invested in the gameplay. Um, Mm -hmm. but that's because it's a core battle Royale style game. And that's just not what I'm, I'm interested in playing. But if they do come back to the table and say, all right, we're going to release a a raid style game because they did arena. Right, they they've they've put out an arena game. They've talked yeah. about doing something with Titans again in the world of Apex. So we we could see something coming from them as well, and maybe that's a Titanfall space that could be interesting to mess with. Right, like maybe that's maybe it maybe maybe Apex goes and says you know or Respawn goes and says, you know what we're gonna do, we're gonna add Titans to raids. That would be 
Could you could you imagine clearing out of lumber, heading to outskirts, and just over the top of Scab House? Titanfall incoming. Fuck yeah, right? <laughs> just right over, you just you just hear like that sound. You just hear the sound of the fucking pod breaking at mo, and you just hear it coming just, down. Just racing to the fucking Earth's surface. So, you're just like, oh my god. I you know I I'd love to see something like that, but like I don't know what they're gonna do. Insane. I, they have all of the like we talked about. Like it's the same thing as Call of Duty. They have all of the um, the UI to do it. It's just adding the little pieces, like a persistent inventory system yep. that is based off of your character. Maybe it doesn't go outside of the raid, or maybe it does. Maybe you just drop stuff into a new menu item, and it doesn't really mm. become like the Tarkov inventory. It's just a list mm. inventory, right? Maybe mm. that's how you do it. I I think all of the pieces are there for these companies to make um, a persistent scavenging survival raid style game. I just don't know when that's going to come. I feel like it's coming no matter what. Oh yeah, no no no, a hundred. It's a hundred percent on its way. I just like you know when you're saying it, you just don't know when that's happening. Yeah, and whoever is getting to uh, the console market first. I think is the next big one. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that we we have stumbled upon the key piece of all of it is that you bring this game style to the casual console. I mean, I'm not calling all console gamers casual, but you're talking about a, a significant you're... amount of more casual people that are willing to drop a, signi- a significant amount of money. Yeah. To play. I mean... That's a that's that's not a it's not a saying cash is not a bad thing. I mean, I'm I'm looking at three monitors for one. I'm yeah. looking at three monitors and this thing that I when I have to transport it around, I have to secure it as much as I do my child. Yeah, like that's so much different than just grabbing your Xbox. And just, All right, put it back yeah. back and fucking go. Like it's you know that you know a casual system is much different than than that. But if you're able to bring yeah, you know, make lightning strike that same way for the console people. And, and we've we've talked about with uh, something like the cycle where they have really actually like distilled um, what makes it fun to the most important piece, and that's actually being in the game. Where those those raids are persistent; they are long; they do not go away. You can drop back in all the time, over and over and over again. Unlike a game like Tarkov, where you're sitting in queue waiting for the raid to start for five <laughs> yep. to ten minutes at a time, yep. with the cycle, you're just going, you're just going, you're just that, going. So if they brought like. that, if they bring that to the console with all of the bells and whistles of mm. the raid, I think they are going to be taking over the new Epic headquarters down in Cary here uh, within a year or two. Honestly, mm. like they're going to be huge. Yeah, that'd be a big. That would be a huge push for for that, um, especially consoles. People will lose be... their minds, and I think that's. I I think that's what it's going to take. I think it's going to take a game that is that good, that because we played it, we would we would still be playing it right now. We would not be doing this show. We would I, be playing so the cycle. I, I filed. I filed that their their early tester thing out to. Even if it's you know even it won't like you can still play it before it goes back to open beta again, because I want to keep playing it that bad. Yep. Because it's just it's fun, man. You know, and it's just it's uh, it it's another one. Even though 
even though it is very much like Escape from Tarkov, even though it's very much in that same thread and that same vein that Battlestate is feeding off of right now, even though it's a, it's a, the same deal, it really is in in sort of a league of its own. You know, like Tarkov, you know, they're both the same game at their core. But there's just something about them, I don't know, spiritually, is that the word I'm looking for, the way I'm looking to describe it? That's just different. You know, because there's people that I knew, you know, that, you know, oh, yeah, they played Tarkov and it was uh, it was all right. It was cool. But they started playing, you know, Cycle. And they're like, this is great. This is incredible. This is amazing. And I'm sitting here like, why the fuck don't you like Tarkov then? But, <laughs> but it makes sense to me when I look at it, you know, when I look at it from that perspective of, you know, Cycle hits on different things for people. It's in space. It's very much, you know, it feels like something you would see in like a Borderlands DLC. It feels very, very space, sci-fi, you know, Firefly, nerd, you know, corners type game. Where a lot of the stuff in Escape Tarkov, you get a lot of like the very sweaty, tactical shooter, you know, chatty, Shift W type people that want to play that. But, you know, they're just going to stick with Tarkov rather than trying to do something like that in Cycle. And that's fine, but to me, it's just cool that both games, even though it's kind of, what's that meme? You know, corporate DJs find a difference in the picture. It's the same picture. It's the same They're picture. the same fucking game. They're the, they're the same fucking game. They're it's the same, same game. deal. Yeah. But they are definitely there's... both, there are different sides of the same table. Yeah. And there's tiny changes uh, to each one or tiny yeah. differences that, you will you will enjoy one over the other depending on which side of that coin you actually like the most. Um, yes. And I I honestly like if I'm being honest with myself I'm a sci-fi person I I do like the sci-fi, and I do uh, actually like um, some of the mechanics that are happening in the cycle more. I like the gunplay more in Escape from Tarkov, but uh, there's little like quality of life stuff on the the cycle side that I'm I'm very interested in seeing how that pans out. And then on the same on the same token, I just just enjoy playing a game that is just a little bit more quirky and fun sometimes. So um, I'm I'm I think I think that kind of wraps up uh, where we're at. I think it sh it tells the story of what raids can and probably are going to end up being in the near future. Um, it will be interesting to see how everything pans out moving forward. I'm I'm very interested to hear what uh, people have to say about it. So make sure you guys head over to the Instagram and give me your give me your thoughts. Let me know what you're talking, what you think. What's uh, uh there's a post on Call for Fire uh, that you can go jump into and start talking to people and uh, give your opinion. Um, we we have been sort of talking about this off and on uh on the streams and in the in the headsets on the discords um and i'm glad that we were able to like sit down and really kind of dive into it a little bit more with uh with a little bit more meat to it this time um mm -hmm. and make sure you guys go check out the link that i i posted as well it's the uh the the, the post that i did for uh the article on call for fire um stevie where can people find you what are you going to be up to how are you going to be spending your new year? So you guys can find me over at twitch.tv forward slash Stevie underscore V underscore. That's mine. Um, that's my primary outlet there, I should say. Uh, I stream there 
daily. Um, and, you know, a lot of the FPSs are the things taking over my stream as of late, which has been fun. Uh, but as the new year picks up, we're going to be breaking into a lot of newer stuff that's coming out, a lot of other things. Uh, I am on Instagram as well, which is just Instagram, uh, which is Stevie underscore V. Um, TikTok is the thing I've been breaking into recently as well. That's one on there, also Stevie underscore V. Um, those are like the three main deals that I'm on right there. Uh, you can check me out, and you know we're we're going to be doing a lot of a lot of the big, you know. I mean, I if you couldn't tell from tonight's episode, I'm a big raid style gamer. I love my Tarkovs. I love the cycle. I love, um, you know, Hunt Showdown, you know, games with high risk, high reward. I love doing that. We're going to be doing those. Uh, a lot of the speedy FPSs, we're going to be checking those out. Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of just doing my same thing that I've just been doing, and that's just chilling and killing, you know, whatever FPS realm that might be in. You know, we'll be doing that. But, uh, yeah, definitely doing Ready or Not. Definitely doing Escape in Tarkov, and then, you know, these raid style games that I just can't get enough of. That is my filthy pleasure. I just can't games. get enough. I nope. just can't get enough. Uh, yeah. Def so, definitely check out Stevie's channel. Uh, I dropped some links there. Make sure you follow him on Twitch. Make sure you follow him on Instagram. Um, he will probably have all of the links on his Twitch as well. So if you just want to smash that and then go follow him on everything, that would be really awesome of you. Um, I, I'm Aaron. I'm your host as always. I'm at, at Call for Fire on Instagram. You can also find me um, at, at Aaron Provost on Instagram as well. Um, I'm all over the internet. You can find me wherever you want to find me. Um, if you haven't yet, make sure you guys join the Discord because uh, it's always popping off over there. So it is um, always so much fun. We're we're always we're always having a good time, um, and you will also be able to come and game with us if you so feel so inclined. Um, uh, I will probably be playing some more of that good old Escape from Tarkov, even though the servers are made out of potatoes and a wish. Uh, I just I just can't keep myself from. Uh, sparking it up, so we'll see. Uh, I'm I will probably end up starting back in on some Battlefield here and there as well, just for some random gaming. Um, I still think the game is great. I still think it's fun. Uh, I know there's still some issues with some people's game, but uh, for me, it is kind of killing it. I I have a lot of fun playing. So, um, Stevie, I want to thank you yet again. I want to thank everybody for coming out uh, and checking out the the show today. Always a good um, time, man. I'll I'll be here as long as you want me here. <laughs> As long as you want me here, I'll be here every time, buddy. And, Always a good time. Uh, thank you again to uh, Dennis Hennessy for the follow. Thanks to Big Voight for coming out. Thanks to Night Shadow. Thanks to Judge Drudy. Uh, thanks to Joe. Thanks to uh, Bigly. Uh, I just want to make sure I thank everybody for coming out. Thanks to Raging. I appreciate you. Um, we're going to call it there. We're going to have a good night. Uh, I hope you guys have a great and safe New Year's Eve. Be safe. Don't be an idiot. Yes, yes, Don't drink yes. and drive. Get a goddamn Uber. It's not that expensive. Trust me, it's I know. Cheaper, uh, cheaper than a ticket. It's cheaper than a ticket. You cheaper just, than a DUI. Just, just call the damn Uber. Uh, and yeah, the CDC says it's fine, so I don't know. Um, uh, just, <laughs> uh, just be safe. Just be safe. Don't be an idiot. Um, uh, she doesn't really love you. Uh, don't. To wrap it before lady. you tap it. Uh, what's what's some other? 
<laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, I'll work on my safety brief, boys and girls. Give me a whole I'll cap the whole thing off. <laughs> don't don't do something that you'd want to be the main topic of discussion for Monday morning safety brief this weekend. There you go. There it is. Don't do don't be that guy. All right. So uh anyways, thank you for coming out, guys. Uh we will see you next week. Same time. Nine to nine thirty ish, nine fifty ish, depending on what time we get up. Um, so we'll see. Uh somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. So until then, thank you so much and have a good night. I will see you guys next time. Thanks, guys. All right. What am I doing? Oh, yeah. This button. I'm hitting this button. Am I hitting this button? Is this the button uh, I hit? I don't know because I is can't it see. This, is it this one right here, Stevie? Stevie! I would click. Is it the button? Hold, 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 hold on. I'm going to see if I can do this right. I'm going to click it for you. Ready? Okay. Ready? Three, two, one.